0: The Lave Review Project was our last best hope for news. A self-contained podcast two hours long, located in neutral territory. A place of nonsense and innuendo for forum dads, community members and developers. A shining beacon in space, all alone on a Tuesday night. It was the dawn of the third chapter of Elite. The year's space legs came upon us all. This is the story of the last of the Lavian stations. The year is 3307. The name of the place? Lave Radio. Commanders, and welcome to episode 362 of Lave Radio, the show that likes to talk about the universe of elite and the fantastic community that surrounds it. I'm your host, Commander Phoenix DeFire, Chief Archivist at Lave Station, otherwise known as Colin Ford, and joining me in the orange signed bar for this episode, we have our, our Head of Health and Safety, rather Ben Mosswoodwood, otherwise known as Commander Edleweiss.
1: I'm taking the taxi.
0: We have our staff liaison officer, Commander Psychit.
1: Now, have you checked to make sure you haven't had to pick anybody else up, Ben, just to clarify? No, it is, it is just me and him. Okay, okay, good, good, good to know.
0: Good, grief! I hate to think of his Uber rating. And we also have our Inhuman Resources Director, Commander Shan.
2: Hello, Colin, that was a Clarkson moment back then. A Clarkson moment? Yes, you said, uh, and it's fantastic community that surrounds it.
0: Oh, right. I did a Clarkson pause, did I?
2: Oh, I do apologise. You're becoming a broadcast professional. Next year you'll be opening a farm up and um, growing large mammals with fur or something. I'm
0: not quite
3: sure you grow large
0: (laughs) mammals with fur. Yeah, just like a make of cat.
1: I am concerned about Chan's understanding of just general biology. At this point.
0: <laughs> general art, agricultural, right? So, if you wish, you can join us live. We're hanging out in game. Ben is taking the taxi back to LAVE, I do believe
3: I'm going to try and take a taxi 200 light years. Oh, nice! 100 light, well, under 100 light year jumps.
0: Ooh, that'll be interesting. Mm. Uh, so, if if you can catch hold of him at leave station, then you're welcome to to try and find him. Otherwise, if you can't get to him in game, you can join us on the Twitch chat channel, which you can access through laveradio.com/slash live. Click on the live chat or goes to twitch.tv/slash laveradio or laveradio, which is live on YouTube or, or and Facebook. So, um, yes, let's quickly go around the crew this week, see what they've been up to. We'll start with Commander scikit because it's been a little while.
1: It's, what, what's it been, like a fortnight, something like that. Um, I've not been, I've, I've just been like, you know, here, do it, doing bits and bobs, just been a bit busy, that's all.
0: Oh, fair enough. Quite, quite pleasant.
1: Yeah, it's been it's been, it's been really nice not being here, I'm not going to lie. Oh. <laughs> I'm joking. Let me just I find joke. that
0: button. Hmm. Right, <laughs> moving on from that ball buster. Um, <laughs> ben, what have you been up to this week?
3: Uh, sorry, I was making, I'm making coffee. I can, I can talk now if you want, or I can, you can come back to me.
2: Um, you know what, we'll come back to you. Shan, uh, what have you been up to? I, I was just thinking that both Ben and Psychic need demoting, because Psychic says she was glad to be away for two weeks, and Ben is so addicted to caffeine and coffee, he can't pause his life to come on the show, so I propose we demote them. Uh, well, I do not uh, want to demote well, them. I'm in in human resources Director, so therefore it's not your call. It's mine. so I, we need to think of new job titles for demotion. of yeah, it's
1: no, fine. we're not doing that
2: nope, anyway, that <laughs> anyway, um in game, um I've been quite enjoying my uh, bacterial colony finding exploits this week. it's been been quite uh, quite a kind of got used now to, to looking for the cow pats on the surface. <laughs> yeah, it's very much like that, isn't it? Um, so, yeah, I've, be, I've fully mapped, well, you know, biological-wise, three planets now. So, yeah, I'm quite enjoying it, really. It's quite interesting. It's, it's uh, nice in a kind of old-man fishing type way, really, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, kind of, kind of. And um, test subject Gamma, sorry, I mean Hobbs, he's uh, undergoing more tests. Um this week this week, I have been testing um, evil cat and evil um, exploits um, And what I do is I've got one of those little toys on the end of the fishing line like a fishing rod and you zoom it along the air or the ground and it gets the runner and then you hawk it out at the uh, last person moment and the cat jumps so I've been trying to work out how far the cat can jump so so far it can jump three cushions end to end um, but then once I'm confident and I've got the distance, I'm going to substitute the cushions for bowls of water. Really? I thought introduce. it would have been spikes. No, 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 no. Water's fine because it, it's, it's a bit of a water cat, so it won't mind, but it, it would just introduce an element of uncertainty because part, part of this test is to ascertain whether it can change direction mid-air when it realises it's going to plunge into a bowl of cold water, you see. It's all scientific. Lovely. Um, well, we're going to go back
0: to Ben. Hopefully he's finished Transversion grinding. version
3: of science is kind of in the 1930s German methodology, isn't it? If Hey. You no. know, about eugenics, <laughs> know about eugenics yeah, here. Maybe late 1930s sort of scientific method, I think. But yeah.
2: Are you equating me to Dr. Mengele? Oh.
3: I'm sure there are other other notable scientists at that sure. time as well but yeah oh, anyway,
2: well, there is von Braun who is early today, is isn't it
3: yeah yeah anyway yeah um you know, I I have, I have not been experimenting on small animals um although it was my daughter's birthday uh and I is went to see a small Venom. animal she is actually yes but she's cute so that's okay um but and I went to see Venom and I enjoyed Venom. That was good fun, actually. Um, I'm. Has anyone else seen it? Not yet. Okay, it's good. No spoilers. Stay for the ending, like st- as ever. Stay for the post credits. Was Venom
2: the first one? Isn't...
1: This is Venom. Let there be carnage.
3: Yeah, this is Venom. Let there be carnage. Woody Harrelson is excellent in it, as I would expect him. Yeah, as I was expecting him to be.
0: Um, the chat room were telling you off that. Uh... Uh, Shan has not got his <laughs> ideas from the nineteen thirties. He's got his ideas from Spectre.
3: No, because if he got his ideas from Spectre, he'd just be sitting there stroking his cat, and he's not doing that.
0: Yeah, but that he is going know. to try. He is going to try and hold the the world to ransom for one million dollars. Sorry, one billion dollars.
3: <laughs> that was that. that was not do- 007. That's um, awesome Powers.
0: And anyway, and they catches up.
3: Yes, no, I I knew where you were, but that's not Spectre. Moving on, Uh, Ben. So so, yeah, moving on. Apart from that, uh, this week I've been basically trying VR things out. Uh, Mm. So I had a lot of fun with yourself and Shan playing Bridge Crew last night, and that was that was great fun.
2: Um, I played it properly, Ben. Come on, admit it. You, I said, trust me with the guns, and you like, well, oh no, no, don't trust. I trusted
3: you with the guns. It's funny. I actually think I suggested.
0: You on the guns? It's it's funny that that every time we tried to set up, Shan was first to the tactical station, wasn't he?
2: <laughs> no one could get to the tactical station fast enough. Well, it's because that's a position on best day in that game. So, do you want do you want me on navigation, where I can pilot the ship into anomalies, or do you want me on the guns? Well, I think everybody needs to take a turn. I
0: was I was captain and the engineer last night. So that's yes. not how it works.
2: You don't don't take it in turns on the enterprise.
3: Yeah, I mean, I would agree there. You don't go off and see, you know, Chekhov and um, Riker swapping positions or something like that, do you?
0: I listen. It's just so that everyone can have
2: a different playing experience. It doesn't matter at the moment, does it? I mean, it was more like lower decks than the Enterprise.
3: Well, that's okay because lower decks is the best Star Trek going anyway.
0: These are the voyages of the USS Lave Radio. It's an eight-year <laughs> mission to really just be rubbish at flying a starship.
3: Yeah. But <laughs> well, we're getting pretty good at derailing trains.
0: We're getting very good at derailing off any subject that we need to.
3: Yeah. <laughs> um, and then today, I've actually I've been doing something that was also lots of fun, uh, which has been trying... Minecraft in Java in VR. Uh, so hang on, this is um,
0: this is Java. This is Minecraft running on Minecraft, Java.
3: Minecraft Java edition
0: mm-hmm.
3: in VR in VR, and you could. It's room scale. It's got shaders and everything. If you can, uh, shaders take my frames rates down to puking levels, but it looks very pretty. And you actually. Mind things by swinging your arms, and you know stab things by by hitting them with your sword.
2: Mm. Um,
3: so How you, know, do you you're jump? actually actually—I—I've I, got auto jump, but there is a jump button. You do crouch though by crouching
2: because I think that would make me feel a bit nauseous.
3: Yeah, I, as I said, I've got auto jump turned on, so I'm sort of moving around with my left control stick, and if I need to jump, it just jumps for me. So
2: can um, you nerd pole? Can I what? Nerd pole. What's nerd pole? It's where you put a block and you jump on top of the block and then you place the block. So you just basically keep jumping and placing bo- blocks on top of each other.
3: Yeah, I should be able to do that, though. So I haven't tried it. Uh, I've only tried. I've only tried it for a couple of hours, and most of that time was, "What do we do and how do I do it?" kind of thing. Because uh, I'm not. I'm just not used to using a gamepad. I'm usually using the keyboard and the mouse as well. So I didn't know what half the button did for so long. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, But it, it, my god, it puts a sense of scale into everything, as you'd expect, I guess. But, you know, everything's like one metre high blocks, and it's just eek, kind of thing.
2: So Creeper's like super scary.
3: Oh, everything's super scary. Spiders, I I mean, I've always hated the spiders in game. Um, you know, but when the spiders jump out of a tree and jump at you, that's horrific.
2: I wish all the Endermen were quite
3: weird. Yeah, not seen any of them, but yeah, I could imagine that. Um. What I want to go off and do is probably do some um, command block stuff and make a teleport jump kind of thing to really see if I can get myself jumping down onto some slime and then just try to make myself puke up. That sounds fun.
0: Yeah. Right, well, moving on from there, um, let's see. Obviously, uh, we'll plead... We had a full crew at Star Trek bridge crew, so that was me, and my friend Ralph, and uh, these two nerd Uh and we 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 actually gelled quite well as a as a bridge crew. I thought it it came across I'm quite, right. yeah, not too bad for for a bunch of beginners. And of course, we lost at the Kobayashi Maru because we can't reprogram the simulation.
2: And there's no apples either.
0: No apples either. Yes. Of course, you need apples to win the Kobayashi Maru.
2: I thought it felt like herding cats last night. I mean, next time when I'm when I'm captain, you'll you'll learn to relish the oh, sheer no. order of the Shan regime. In victory. he's going to fire us all, isn't
0: he? Yeah, he's going to try to. Anyway, <laughs> apart from that, in in game itself, um, I did try a bit of VR in Odyssey, and it, it just it just goes to prove that my machine is not up to it. Um, so yes, I need to, (laughs) I need to, yes, everyone, the restream bot, um, Northropolis has gone in the Captain Kirk style. Yeah. Yes. Um, let's see. Yes, I did try Odyssey in, in VR. It is just too unusable for me. So to tell you the truth, I think I prefer playing it flat screen because it stays flat screen all the way through. I don't like the, the jump to the flat screen hut when you actually start walking about. It really does. Yeah, I mean it I, is I'm, so jarring.
3: I know if I'm doing if when I tried VR, I deliberately didn't get out and go on foot because it was mm. just no.
0: No. no. I, I need to and this machine that I've got is a little bit out of date anyway, so it needs to be upgraded. So um yeah. It was bit it was it was adequate to play Horizons in VR. It's not adequate for Odyssey. Um but in uh, the game, my trip to Colonia, is still continuing. For the, uh, Thanks to everybody that joined me on the Twitch chat for that one. Uh, and, uh, yeah, done a bit of power play. Oh, and, of course, went off to, to find the Dredger, which, of course, we'll be touching on later. So, um, that's it for the crew. So, let's see what they've been up to this week. So, what have the devs said? Well... First bit was a bit of bad news, wasn't it? Update eight delayed until next week. They said they're too busy. They've they, they've had to delay it because they're polishing features and fixing bugs.
3: I'm not wanting to sound overly harsh, but does does this, is this a big surprise to anybody?
2: Not really. Not really, but I'm glad they do it. I mean, yeah, can you, know. you can, can you imagine yeah. the outrage if they release something too early that hadn't been tested? Oh hell yes,
3: yeah. <laughs> yeah I I I would. I'm. I'm fine waiting another week. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm sure some people aren't, and I'm sure the forums did... You know, they needed fire extinguishers and stuff like that, but...
0: Actually, to tell you the truth, the forum response was very much like yourselves. It's sort of, right, okay, we're glad you're taking the extra time. Mm. That that seemed to be the vast
2: majority of, of the responses that I saw. Okay. It's half-term next week as well, isn't it?
3: It is, yes, which is... Oh, um, before we move... So, as I, you guys know, but... So the stream doesn't go saying where's Ben. I'm taking the next 2 weeks off because of family and half-termy things.
0: Mm. Yes, half-termy things. Hopefully I'll be back in Scotland back down in Scotland uh, back down from Scotland in time to do the show next week. Fingers crossed.
3: Possibly but... no show next week then.
0: <laughs> it all depends if there's an accident on the way down uh, and whether or not I'm involved in
2: it. <clears throat> yeah. Are you not allowed to do the show from Scotland then, Colin? Well, no, I'll I, depend on whether. I don't like to slag Scotland off
3: there. That's terrible.
2: Well, I'd be show from Scotland, so the, and Nicholas Surgeon hasn't banned me from. I broadcast.
3: would be able
0: to do a show from Scotland, but we're travelling back on the Tuesday, so I'm
2: hoping they get back in here in time.
3: You could do a mobile broadcast. That would be exciting.
2: Exactly. Stop somewhere like Gretna Green or something.
0: Well, and join the Tesla, um, the Tesla <laughs> Owners Club. <laughs> Because the Tesla, it's funny that in Gretna Green service station, there's about four or five Tesla uh, charging stations, as you well know, and it all—it seems—it attracts Teslas, and the Tesla owners are all just standing around talking about the Teslas. It's the equivalent of getting a Dyson out in the middle of a dinner, uh, middle a middle well, class it's the, dinner party.
2: It's, it's the optimum charging point. Before heading north into Scotland, so it's a bit of a congregation point. But if you are looking to charge your EV, the Blacksmith Shop at Gretna Green has a uh, fifty-kilowatt charger. That's quite cheap, and there's no keys for it. So go there. There you go.
0: The Tesla tips from Shan. Maybe that—that's—that's that's what we need to put in uh, at the end of this. Uh, any other business we have, Shan's Tesla tips. I don't think so. <laughs> um. Right, uh, so generally, yeah, it's, it's been... I think everybody here in the crew agrees it's a, a good idea to get any issues fixed and take a little bit of extra time to do it.
2: Uh, I one think, thing... Sorry, yeah. Go on. Uh, I was going to do another public announcement about the Update 8 next week, is don't expect to play on the day of the patch. I guess yeah, that's the... pay off expecting to, to play because it, yeah, is it, it, you're likely to be delayed.
0: Yeah, um, it does seem like they, they are this, this time, it's, it's definitely a, a month per update. I was a bit surprised, uh, after last time that they delayed it, um, it, it was going to come out this week because I thought that was that was a very, very short, um, development time between the last update
2: i don't know it's been over a month hasn't it yeah
0: it's been a um it's been a month now that i when i land on a planet i look up and i see my imperial clipper just hanging about 100 meters above me thinking why aren't you on the ground because they haven't fixed that one at all so hopefully that'll be in the next one Um, Yeah, so Update 8, obviously delayed a week. Um, Last Thursday, there was CQC Night in Horizons with Bruce and Zach. Uh, They managed to get three games in, but they did have server server trouble. Um, Yeah, you know, it's a CQC night. CQC nights are always fun. Uh, (laughs) But, you know, what more do you say? It's CQC. Uh, And then we had today's Super Cruise News. (laughs) <laughs> ben, t- taking in the glory of the adder on screen. Yes, that's. <laughs> you know, I don't know whether or not to feel sympathy for him or just re- think that he deserves it. What, well, Ben, the plant killer?
3: At least I'm not flying it.
0: I don't know
2: which is worse. We're back to the fool or the fool that follows him. Ben, you are the Harold Shipman of looking after plants, aren't you? Oh, <laughs>
1: that's not that's not an analogy that we're making right now. Let's keep.
3: <laughs> Yeah, I will. I will admit that two out of my three potted plants are, are, well, w- one is one is dead. The other's on its way out.
2: Mm-hmm. Okay. These are the special frontier they potted the special plants frontier they gave you as a gift of love, and they you used them.
3: Oh, one of them was nearly dead
2: on arrival. So uh, you. I say. am actually.
3: So I know. Uh, I am but, actually. I'm half thinking about. I want to look for. My mum had. Um, it was like, I, I don't know what it was. It was like a, it wasn't, I don't know if it's a cactus or not, but it was like a, a stone plant.
2: Just face it, Ben, you are the arboreal Dexter. No, isn't that a pet rock? In the in the 80s, you could buy yeah, pet no. rocks.
3: It's a plant, but it looks like a, a pebble.
0: No, that's a pet rock. <laughs> I did actually anyway. have a pet rock as well, but that's another story. Right, back back to... Back to Super Cruise news, not Pebble Weekly. <laughs> um, we had Zach uh, run this for the uh, for the entire uh, session, and he brought in principal programmer Dominic Corner, who we haven't seen for quite a while. We do love them, um, don't we? We do like Dom, we we do like Dom because uh, he always gives us lots of juicy information. And this one, he was uh, he was showing off how actually uh, missions are put together. Um, so he's Dan. He works with Dan, and they have con- uh, the design. Dan, the designer, and they have conversations with the narrative team to make sure that everything works all together. And you saw basically what looked like a very nice flowchart showing what happens uh, at each state of a mission and how that state would affect the end product. So if you (laughs) if you cancel it halfway through, that can sometimes mean that you get a worse punishment than if you'd cancelled it right at the beginning, or 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 something daft like that. Um it was quite interesting to see Ben uh, oh hang on psychic did were you able to catch that one
1: most of it i caught most of it i caught the the bit with the flowchart and um little <clears throat> bits of the conversation um that they were having it was incredibly interesting
0: yeah i mean it, what what got me was how complex just doing one simple mission seemed to be there seemed to be about 15 little different states yeah for the mission, and they even had little wrinkles where you have. Sometimes they'll have a random encounter where there are are um, scavengers already there. I, I thought yeah. it was fascinating. But There's like
1: loads of different tiny little mitigating factors and RNG moments mm. that we we kind of we kind of take for granted a little bit.
0: We do, we do. It's um, it it just gave me an idea of the actual complexity. That's needed for behind the scenes, and we don't see basically what's what's behind the curtain.
3: We thank our Dom for our daily thumb.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Um, However, one thing that the Zach and Don uh, Dom touched on was the fact that um, these are with Update Eight. There's a crumb of combined foot and mission elements coming in Update Eight, which means sort of it just seems that um things are are going to expand thankfully um the first point was ai fleeing so that um it seems that a target if they get spooked you know this assassination target was if they get spooked will run uh off to a ship and take off if they manage to get to that ship the mission fails um i i think well it would be nice if you could run to your ship and chase that ship but um
2: It's a nice bit of variety. Yeah, without, yeah, think about that. Without the ability to do a crowd control effect, i.e., cripple them or stun them or something, it kind of makes it a bit of a. Once they're ahead, they're almost going to stay ahead. You can't, like, hobble them to slow them down at the moment.
0: Well, actually, you can, because if you shoot them and they've got their shields off, as soon as their shields are off, they
2: stumble. But they have you have to shoot through the shields first, don't you? Well, you're you telling me you can't run a gun. It depends how far. I guess it depends on how far away they are when they get spooked, doesn't it? Yeah,
0: it it, it does. Dep- it it does depend. But I like the fact that you know they're not just going to be hanging around. They, they they've got a a run away button, if you like.
3: Yeah, I mean it, a- it sounds like basically you don't want to go in there all guns blazing. Sets the place on high alert, and this scientist you're meant to assassinate is going to carry on doing his job.
1: Yeah, it gives more weight to the sneaky, stealthy missions.
0: Yeah, get in there, hit them with the with the power up, and, and then get out.
1: Yeah. Mm.
0: Well, on the on the subject of doing stuff naughty, um, if you commit crimes on foot, such as murdering people. Uh, in uh, or massacre missions, bounty hunters may be sent after you, but only if you're on your own ship. Um, Chan,
2: so does your on foot bounty translate into a ship wide bounty which the authorities will then get you, or is it just a single bounty hunter ship that comes after you?
0: I have a sneaking suspicion it will be a, uh, either a single bounty hunter ship or a number of bounty hunter ships. Once you get to the station, you'll probably be fine, but we, we don't know the full details yet. That's all that, that's all we've got. I mean, to tell you the truth, this is the kind of thing that I've been after because it makes me feel like uh, makes things feel a little bit more joined up.
2: So, are the back, do we know if the bounty hunters are actually walking around the settlement so you can shoot first? No, or do they're
0: they coming to have, have you a new spawn. They, yeah, they come after you when you're in your ship. So you're flying back to the station to hand your mission in, and then these bounty hunters will come after you.
2: Yeah, because I, I mean, ideally, you'd, I, you'd want to go around shoot the bounty hunters first, shoot first, and then you'd be home free. Because that would be a way of avoiding that, wouldn't it? You could just like bump off well, them. No, because there the, won't the be any bounty hunters on site.
0: All of, if if the way that I look at this in my head canon is that you have just gone and committed a, an awful act at a settlement and flown away. That act has been reported and a whole and so, of, so that the, the act that being been reported says we are willing to pay 20,000 credits if you can off that awful Commander Shan who's just wiped out half our settlement. Here, Here you go and then these are are bounty hunters that have picked that bounty up or tried to
2: get the bounty on you. So I've never done anything wrong at settlement to incur Mm -hmm. a bounty, so you'll have to forgive me. I've been completely innocent of anything. Um, If you do a bad crime, that would mean you would incur a bounty and then get in your ship. Mm -hmm. Does the settlement's anti-ship weaponry open fire on you? Yes. Or do they let you go?
0: No, they open fire on you as well. Interesting. Yeah. What I've normally had to do in this case is I've either had my SRV outside uh, a settlement. So I've run to my SRV and then driven off to get my ship. Or my ship has been out of firing range behind a mountain range. And I've walked over the mountains and, and attacked the settlement. And then walked back over the mountains to get away.
2: Okay, interesting. As I said, I, I never do anything wrong in game. So I don't know about these things. Mm. Yeah, for, for
0: some reason, I don't. I don't know about Psychic and Ben here, but um, I I wouldn't actually do anything to get a bounty in 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 the flight part of the game. But put me on foot, <laughs> and all of a sudden, I've become an absolute merciless psychopath.
3: Yeah, I'm a complete klepto after playing God knows how many RPGs, where it's expected <laughs> that you loot everything.
2: Yeah, do you think that's because the penalty for losing your ship is higher than on foot. No,
1: nah, I just really like shooting people. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: my
2: hopes si, Not need, IRL. We
0: need,
3: a, we need a clip of that there.
0: <laughs> yeah, according to this, uh, Shan, uh, Mister B. Fett would like to have a word with you.
3: I'm
2: looking forward to that. <laughs> I thought Mister 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 G R E what' I would have thought, but anyway. <laughs>
0: Um, on the the final part was that they have now started to add um, NPC involvement to the collection and delivery missions. So it's a case of you deliver it to this particular person instead of dropping it in a container, or you deliver it, or you pick it up from a particular person. So if, you've got to go looking for uh, someone who'll be walking around the base. In order to to uh, get a package or deliver a package to them, uh, and they said that this is the start of um, uh, more meaningful interaction going forward, which I, I think's always useful. So, are
2: you mm-hmm. thinking pickpocketing? Pickpocketing?
0: Uh, no, you don't have to. You ask them. Although, oh yeah, I see what you mean. You you sort of you've got to try and pickpocket a uh, another person.
1: Yeah.
0: yeah. It's like it.
1: Didn't they say something about that, that the progression of that would be sort of like your princesses in another castle?
0: <laughs> oh God, I hope not. And
1: sending you to a different space to go and pick up something or, oh, oh, while you're here, mate, if now you've picked up that package, if you wouldn't mind just in that poor sword over there, that'd be great.
0: <laughs> oh, to tell you the truth, I don't mind that kind of
1: I will give her that, it sounds great.
0: <laughs> yeah, you know. So oh, if you want your full credit, I've got, hey, mister, I've got a secondary for you. I'll give you 50 grand to, <laughs> to off that guy over there. <laughs> he, keeps, he keeps on putting melted chocolate in my bed. Go on.
1: Uh, well, that, that is a memorable offense. Let's go.
0: <laughs> Colin,
1: where did that
2: come from?
0: I have no idea. <laughs> and I think it's a bad experience in a hotel where they, they put the chocolate on the pillow but was that a euphemism for hotel. something? No. They, they, they have this, you know, the turn down service. In the very posh hotels, they have turn down service where they, 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 they make your bed up in a, in a way that's almost impossible to get into, and they put a little bit of chocolate either on, on the turn down or on the pillow. and
3: I'd have thought turn down service would just be me saying no. <laughs>
2: I know what it is Colin you, you went to a hotel and put chocolate on your pillow and you didn't notice and when you woke up in the morning the back of your head was mm. covered in melted slimy chocolate oh, that's
1: well horrible. All,
2: all I can say is I hope it was chocolate
1: oh, oh, why Why?
2: <laughs> <laughs> what? I oh, guess it's better than waking up and being covered in melted chocolate
3: <laughs> <laughs> can we move on from this again
0: yes I think we shall. Um, In addition, we have four new engineers coming to Colonia, which um, obviously three of them are on stuff. But Yi Shen is a hybrid engineer with unique unlocks uh, the bubble engineers have. I mean, that seemed to be all right. Uh, And then they showed a video demo of uh, some of the emotes, including the tagging. Now, I thought this was great because, um, as much as I do like the social side of emotes, because I think they've been missing, um, I did like the way that they were using it to point for things at um, uh, going around settlements. I mean, did
3: you control the NPCs by saying, go that way?
0: No, no, it's a case well. of you were able to point at uh, certain things. And it would highlight those things, so you'd point at a barrel; the barrel would highlight, and everybody in your team would see where that that barrel was.
3: Yeah, but I'd like, you know, it'd be nice if you could say, "Team, and um, you know, team, go and shoot that barrel," or something
2: like that. Uh, interesting question from Stream. Um, <laughs> someone asked, "What unique unlocks?"
1: Night vision for one. There's, there are you can certain things. That's that in Colonia. That... No, no, no. There are certain things that are unique to particular engineers. <laughs> Um, and you can get them in. The, there are certain unique unlocks that you can have in the bubble with like just one engineer, which you then can also now get in Colonia, but with only one engineer. That's what it means.
0: <laughs> I see Van Otter knows the the Kate Beckinsale story. That's that's silenced everybody. I don't know what Kate Beckinsale.
3: And I can't see Van Otter either.
0: Yeah. Um, let's let's see. If you look up Graham Norton Norton uh, and. Uh, Kate Beckinsale prank. You will find probably the best prank in existence, uh, and uh, yes, and the fact that it's it's told by Kate Beckinsale is even better. Um, so, just a, a, a small hint there. Uh, so, uh, I mean, psychic, can you see uses for these these emotes that uh, you didn't envision before?
1: I the literally the first day that we played and we got into a group and we were starting doing um uh starting doing f- fighting and combat the f- literally the first day that we did it I said I really want to be able to tag some stuff for people
4: mm-hmm.
1: and it's very nice that that's coming in Um are a cool too because um I want uh, I, I want to do like a Spider Man moment. You know, when two people point at each other, I think that
0: would be funny. Yeah. yeah, they said that on the stream. They yeah, said, oh, I, I, want to, I want to recreate the Spider-Man meme. I mean, they even did that in um, in Into the Spider Verse, didn't they? They did the Spider-Man. Yeah, right meme. at the end. <laughs> <sighs> uh, and finally, and one of the things that I thought was very exciting was the mega ship interiors. Um now all station services are possible inside a mega station, inside of a megaship rather, including frontline and fergus uh, front line services and apex. However, these services change when the megaship moves, which um I I was trying to
2: work out why would you shut down half of your mega ship facilities after you've jumped somewhere? Maybe it's like Stargate Universe, was it? Where they got in a mega ship and it all broke. Mm. Was it um, Universe? Star- Stargate Universe was that the uh, series? Yeah. Well, yeah, the upshot.
0: Yeah, the upshot is is as a mega ships jump about the place, when they arrive at certain st- uh, systems, for some reason these systems will shut down certain services on the mega ship. So you may have. Uh, the apex taxi available to you in one system but then as soon as you've jumped the apex taxi is not available anymore however which m- could actually mean that you would be stranded if you had uh, taken the apex taxi there
2: shan i was just thinking when that would likely be the case and um, presumably if the megaship jumped to a system in which there were no landable sites with mm. a range of Apex, it would shut down because you can't take the you can't take the shuttle to a place it can't land.
0: Yeah, I mean, I was thinking about this because when you walked around the the Megaship, you saw that there was the Apex. With, uh, the, I might as well point out that the, the Megaship itself is a completely different layout to everything else we've had so far. It's still got the same f- um, features there, but they're in completely different completely different layout, which I think was great. Um, the I think the main issue is it's, it, they've got to be a system where the shipyard is not available and also the apex is not available. And then you can use escape pods. Okay. Yes. Uh, escape pods will return you to your last safe location. So if you have no ship... And there's no apex to return you to a starport or one of the uh, the shipboard shipyards where you can transfer your ship to. Then it saves you for being stranded, because mm. there are they they say there are occasions where you could be stuck on a mega ship as it goes round and round the galaxy. But there's only one place you can get on and get off. That's <laughs> no fun.
3: Yeah, but I mean, you're know, assuming you docked your ship there. I I trust your ship won't vanish.
0: No, no, your ship doesn't vanish. This is only if you have turned up on the megaship on an Apex taxi and you get to, and the the ship jumps and the Apex taxi facility is not available in the new system.
2: Yeah, because say, for example, Ben, you hitch a lift with me on my ship as a a crew member and then you get off to walk around. I then decide the megaship isn't very interesting and leave your ship isn't at the megaship so you you only have the apex to get you
3: off. I, I literally just bumped into karumba as i was walking to my ship so Ooh. hi karumba I'll, I'll give you a shout out just now while i remember
0: yeah well uh, yeah so shan's plan for dropping you off at a at a uh, at a megaship has now been ruined then
3: yeah obviously frontier mm-hmm. heard shan's ideas and have decided to nix them basically why are you assuming I have all
2: these nefarious schemes?
3: Because you told us about them. It's, it it's like, like oh, uh,
2: I'll do it. I'll do it.
0: The bad guy
1: always monologues. You can't remember them. <laughs> <laughs> it just does. It, it, um,
0: I don't know if anybody's ever seen Avatar The Last Airbender, but there is this character called Soccer who decides to do a sneak attack by shouting sneak attack and then trying to hit someone. <laughs>
2: No, the reason why I speculate things like that is so Frontier Fix It, so more evil people don't actually do it to people. Yes, Harry. So therefore I am preventing (laughs) mischief, not creating it.
3: Yeah, the reason why I shoot everybody is to fix the bugs.
2: Yeah.
0: Okay, moving on from there. Uh, Overall, what did everybody... uh, Well, we'll start with you, um, Psychic, because you saw it. What did you think to this stream. I thought Zach handled it quite well even though I, there was a lot of technical difficulties.
1: Zach did so well. Zach, Zach's um, really good at the the old streaming malarkey. He's got a proper handle on it. So um, yeah, I've got nothing but good things to say about Zach.
0: Says Psychit wanting to get on the next stream.
1: <laughs> <laughs> nah, I want to get him on Flight Assist, mate. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah, Zach, if you're listening, remember, chief archivist here, you know. And just saying, right. Anyway, moving on. The in-game events. What has been happening this week? Well, um, it was quite a busy Wednesday last week because, uh, first of all, the federal, um, the fed, the feds claimed that they had a, a whole load of corporate terrorist terrorist networks had been exposed thanks to their um, privacy-breaking uh, surveillance system. Um. Also, on the same day, the Orion University claimed ownership of the dredger that uh, everybody has been uh, looking as part of the Azimuth uh, storyline. Yeah, that came out of absolute nowhere. Um, On Thursday, the Colonial Bridge Project received all its deliveries. It was absolutely smashed. Uh, As of the 28th of October, there will now be 30 dockable megaships Placed along the Colonia route, uh, and they'll serve as station reports. And uh, yeah, it's uh, uh, it's it's going to make life to Colonia easier, and it's probably going to make my life easier as well. So as I drag my way there um, on Thursday, um, a not a community goal, but an event happened. Um, the Orion University put out a call that uh, they were willing for people to search for the dredger. And they gave away some uh, coordinates uh, of where to start, and told them everyone, "Right, it's within a five hundred light year bubble. Uh, off you go." Guess how long it took for people to find the dredger?
1: Ten minutes, three three hours, four hours, something like
0: that. Yeah, it was three hours fifty minutes. Uh, so yeah, that was that was pretty much over and done with right then. Shan, you got something?
2: Yeah, we touched on this briefly last week uh, about the uh, dockable megaships um, going to Colonia. I, I think there's kind of enough tra- um, traffic going between Colonia um, as, as it is. So I think I'd prefer them to be put going to different uh, location, maybe to the forward line rift or somewhere like that, where you could actually serve as a bridging point to go further into the galaxy rather than along the M6 it yeah. it does begin to
0: feel like the route to colonia is becoming um very much like the M6 with lots of service stations along the on along the way um uh, i'm going to see how far i can get before the the megaships come in i i don't expect to get very far i'm still something like uh, Fifteen thousand light years from from Colonia, so I'll probably be using that bridge quite often.
2: Well, thirty mega ships. What is that? About twenty, twenty-two ish thousand light years to yeah. uh, Colonia. So it's about one every thousand light years, isn't it? Um,
0: they've they've said they're going to try and place them every four to five hundred light years because there's also the um, the stops that are already there.
2: Yeah, definitely M six.
0: Yeah, so it, it definitely feels like you're you're already. Passing the service station um, and having to work out whether or not you need to go to the loo now or in four hundred light years. So uh, yeah, psychic. It.
1: That's an, it's only step one of three, as well, isn't it? On that, um, on the CG information, right. it was like this is this is the the first part of three of a three parter So whether the other two are like linking other sections or they're going to e- add even more onto the M six.
0: So basically what you're saying is they're going to make HS2 of mega ships all across the galaxy. No.
2: <laughs> because um it will actually be this will actually be completed. Well I'm not sure if HS2 will actually <laughs> have be completed. Well, not to Manchester or Leeds, I don't
0: think. Anyway. Uh mm, sorry. <clears throat> Distraction. Um well, on Monday they actually revealed the dredger's location. Uh, however, they did now say that now that we've the Orion University has now said that when they uh, they're going to send a mega ship out there to claim the space dredger uh, and repatriate the crew. Now, I hate to say this, but I don't see the crew wanting to be re, re, uh, repatriated. You think this is going to be a conflict? Conflict? Uh, community goal later.
2: Uh, yes Um, do we actually know anything about the Orion University is it like the open university or something Uh,
0: apparently it is the premier university for let's have a quick look as I open the link quickly man looking up stuff on the internet Uh, it's the largest independent educational institute in the core systems rivaled only by the Imperial Science Academy and the Olympus Village University
2: that there sounds like look. it sh- that sounds like it should have been read by Peter Jones, doesn't it? <laughs>
0: yes. Yes. And and
3: I just want to know, is it being a shill for the Alliance of the Feds? It's independent. And do you believe that?
0: I mean, it doesn't actually say where the Orion University is. It sounds like that this is more like
2: the um Hopefully one of <laughs> the, open the or- university.
3: Or In the Orion system, I'd
2: hope, but... Uh, um, Paul Archer has speculated it's a polytechnic. (laughs) (laughs) Yes.
0: All of a sudden, Leeds Polytechnic became Leeds Metropolitan University.
3: Mm -hmm. Uh, Yeah, the same kind of thing happened up in Edinburgh, where you you had a couple of universities and then suddenly anything that was like a sixth-year college and above became a university.
2: Yeah, like, like Nottingham Trent. Anyway, moving
0: on from educational establishments. So we all think there's going to be a bit of a argy-bargy over the dredger then.
2: See, that would be really cool if there is a, again, it's I don't remotely think it's going to happen, but if there was a CG, it Mm -hmm. would be very cool to have the CG based inside the dredger. So you have like boarding parties to try and kill the existing crew. And then people could play the existing crew to try and repel the boarding parties. That yeah,
3: will be a very know, cool thing. There's,
2: they're not going to do shipboard combat or anything like that. I know, I know. But when I see that, I think, oh, that would be so cool <laughs> to have that. Shan, you are forgetting the critical thing here.
1: There is no gameplay in shipboard, com- in shipboard things. That being said, that being said, like, jokes all jokes aside, at the moment, there would never be an on-foot CG because um, a fair proportion of commanders don't have access to on-foot stuff. Mm. So even if there was, like, anything that... Would be an on foot thing in the far distant future. It's it, it's not going to happen right now f- because we don't have um, an equal footing on um, PC and console.
0: Yeah, that's that is a very good point. So uh, just have to wait. I think we'll probably have to wait for the console versions to come online before we start getting on foot CGs. I, I
2: guess you could make like a conflict zone, couldn't you?
0: Well, you know, it would be nice. So if you could uh, actually fly between two megaships uh, a mega ship versus a dredger blasting at each other, you get that serious uh Star Destroyer vibes.
2: No man, actually you could you could um maybe reuse the assets from the bases. and yeah, instead of having the CG, you would have it like a conflict zone and it would be resolved in the same way as conflict zones on the ground are. Could,
3: could we do it and pretend it's like uh, Star Wars episode eight? and have the dredger slowly chasing uh, another ship, but it's unable to catch up, but the other ship's unable to jump away.
2: I, I, I want to fly a completely pointless bomber over the ship. Yeah. Too soon, so, anyway. I'm. I'm
0: sorry. I, for some reason, I've got a, a blind spot for the number eight. I just go seven, nine. I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> Anyway, moving on from there, I think. I think it's the time of the week. a alert! Back, right? For those of you, we'd like to thank um the Chris Mark Four who added the mamba paint jobs to last week's show and didn't admit to it. I don't know whether or not he thought we were going to blame him for the horrible brown 70s mamba or not, but uh, um, he has added the type six overdrive paint job, um, which is also available in the Hawaiian shirt
2: pink and green. Um, oh, Shan, what do you think to these? Does anyone else think this is the least appropriate paint job there's been for quite a while because there's nothing exciting and sunny or even tropical about a type 6 <laughs> I, I mean I was I was thinking that I mean
0: uh, I mean the type 6 it's it's a decent enough ship but
3: yeah and it might be wish fulfillment yeah, you know, it's like that thing on the back of a well, not an adder, but you know, my other ship's uh, Imperial
2: Cruiser. My, my other ship's an adder. What's that then? You could have that one too, as well, if you wanted. Uh, Colin, Colin's got that on his ship. Yeah, at the moment,
0: I have got I have got an adder docked up at Leave Station in the in the racing
2: stripes, but uh, I don't think uh, I'll be getting this one. Can Can you actually think of any ship in which these paint schemes would be suitable on? Chieftain.
1: Have them on quite a few now, don't
2: they? They do actually. Might
1: go right on
3: a <laughs> fairyland <lamp> or something.
0: <laughs> Back to the mamba again. Actually, no. I, I, that is that is. Ooh, yeah, a beluga maybe. Yeah. Maybe there's some of the passenger liners.
2: Do we have it on a passenger liner? I can't.
0: Remember. I don't know. Actually, well, have to, we'll have to have a uh, a check of the site. Well, and currently there is thirty percent off fleet carrier customizations. So um, even though there's a 30% um, uh, price duct in game, there's also 30% uh, discount in on the store. So there we are. Um, right, we will be back in a bit after the adverts to have our main discussion.
3: Want to tour the frontier, travel with Colmac Reeve and our new fleet of passenger starliners. We've opened up the Universe for a range of budgets. Option
0: one, luxury.
5: My husband and I like to travel in comfort. The new luxury cabins were like a home away from home. After all, one's home is a castle.
3: Option two, first class.
5: We'd saved up a bit for a really special trip. The first class cabins were like nothing we've travelled in before. Really luxurious.
6: Option three, travel cabin. We would a trip with Cormac Reeves Monthly Lotto. A travel cabin for two on a starliner around the solar system. Once in a lifetime for us. Simply amazing. Option four,
1: basic accommodation.
6: Me and my mates
5: just wanted to hitch around the universe. It's so great that we have the option of getting a really cheap cabin to see the sights.
1: The same just loads.
3: And for the budget conscious and slaves, we have our cheapest option yet.
6: Well, I need to
3: Won't sell any of those frozen passengers into slavery,
1: I promise. Colmac Reeves all-budget tours. Seeing the galaxy from luxury to freezing tubes.
3: 4. Go to FuelRats.org and click Get Help. 5. Stay calm, hold your breath, and let our seasoned professionals do what they do best. The Fuel Rats. We have fuel, you don't. Any questions?
6: Are you struggling with paying fines? Do you lose sleep in hyperspace worrying about docking at the next space station? If the answer is yes, then you need to call Cowell and McGrath Fine Management Services. Got scanned while in Federation space and was caught carrying slaves. It was an unexpected expense that I couldn't afford on top of my fines for damaged course whilst docking. We can help you consolidate all your existing fines into a single large fine payable in regular installments at what is almost a competitive interest rate.
5: I called Cowell and McGrath Fine Management Services and they helped me pay my existing fines before I got a bounty on my head. They really saved my life.
6: At Cowell & McGrath, we've helped thousands of pilots whose fines had spiralled out of control. I dared not go near a police star system. got so desperate that I'd almost resign myself to a life of piracy. Luckily, I found Cowell & McGrath's services before I actually murdered anyone in cold blood. No fines too big, no criminal record too damning. We're here to help you, no questions asked. Find us in the Lave Business Directory.
5: I'd got into debt as a result of a massive counter-lawsuit by Watt and Pritney. It happened because I'd taken advice on Python Protection Insurance from... Wait a minute. (coughs) It was you!
6: Carolyn McGrath. Minimum liability, zero accountability. Warning, balances may go up as well as down. Missed payments may lead to repossession of your ship, seizure of cargo, or the issuing of a death warrant. And welcome back.
0: Now, for our main discussion this week, there have been a lot of complaints about Elite Dangerous, and specifically Elite Dangerous Odyssey, being an MVP, uh, or Minimum Viable Product, with lots of unfinished bits all over the place. However, the question that we would like to ask, or ask ourselves, is what parts of elite Dangerous actually feel complete to you uh and i think i think we'll start with um commander Psykit. it's a big question i know it's
1: a, it's a huge question how very dare you <laughs> um depend much no 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 um flying around in a spaceship is bloody beautiful Yes. There's there's not much there's not much incomplete about flying around in a spaceship. I personally do not feel like there is a huge amount that is incomplete with regard to how settlements look as well on um on ground. Like when you're coming into one of these new settlements when you can see the atmosphere and all of that, that felt complete and a um and everything that I I wanted it to be at that point, so I think they've done tenuous atmospheres incredibly well. Um, and the, the while while I would like more more guns because obviously I would, um, mm-hmm. I think a lot of the gunplay works like I would expect the gunplay to work, like the handheld guns in Elite. So
0: right, that that's good. Um, okay, we'll move on to Ben. What do you think Elite Dangerous does? To, you know what? What feels complete to you?
3: I mean, I'd say the, the generation of the systems until you get to planet level. Um, I'm not sure I'd agree with Sai about the settlements because I keep I keep seeing things in the settlements like, oh, I want to do that, and then I'm like, damn, it's just a it's just something I can't interact with, um, and that's probably just wishful thinking on my behalf. But I just you know, I see things and I want to play with them. Um, yeah, it's very hard to think of something that I couldn't think of. You know, something what I would like to touch. You know, I—I I mean, I guess. Yeah, you I know, got the—I got the—the the starter for ten. You know, flying around is—is is the bomb. It always has been. Um, I do really appreciate the missions and things like that. Yeah, even with the missions, and I love doing the missions. I would still like to improve them. Yeah, I'd like more variety. I'd like more choices. I'd like more wrinkles.
0: I'd like more story. Right. Okay. Um,
3: yeah, I'm trying. It's very hard to think of something I wouldn't want to touch.
2: Okay. Uh, Shan? Yes, for the purpose of the discussion, it's important to make the differentiation between game mechanics and systems that are complete and those which could do with a tweak. Um, so, and the ones I think we should, be, we should be focusing on are the ones that, we know they're not perfect, but they're pretty much there, rather than, for example, C2C, which we all can say. So, I think actually, um, we, since we mentioned the Stellar Forge, I think the, they've got the navigation mechanics about right. The fact you can now plot 20,000 light years, you can plot... Um, to take into account neutron jumps. So the whole galactic navigation thing I think is pretty much there. I can't, I can think of tweaks but as a thing needing a lot of work on its own I don't I think that's pretty much there. I would certainly
0: agree with it. Um i mean, for me it's it's fighting a spaceship. Uh if I've I've always wanted to recapture that um X-wing versus Tie Fighter vibe and I must admit um Taking on other ships uh, in in a good old dogfight, uh, chef's case. I I don't think I've come across. I mean, I have tried Star Citizen, but the, for for me, sometimes the it just seems to be right in Elite Dangerous, and yeah, you know, I can't.
3: It was right in Elite Dangerous at one point one.
0: Yeah, exactly.
3: Um, and then they went off and introduce introduce all the engineers and basically unbalanced
2: everything but that's a different question
0: isn't yeah it? that's a different question yeah. i'm on about the actual process of getting involved in a, in a fight and 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 you know if you're on a slightly engineered ship or or uh you know you you still end up with a fun combat experience
3: yeah but i just feel they broke they not broke it but they, they, they broke,
0: we can agree that they, they broke, broke pvp balance. they broke balance and pvp yeah uh, but as far as uh, PVE is concerned, I think that is still, regardless of the the engineering stuff, is still a fantastic experience. Yeah, and
3: uh, for PVE, definitely.
0: Yeah, right. Um, we'll go back to psychic. See if you, uh, you got another one. Um,
1: I agree with you about PVE. Um engineering or not i really enjoy going out in a fully engineered ship and um and killing people i think it's excellent um and, and like and uh, you know what i think stargoid combat is really up there as something which was it which has been great and i i feel like because it's at such a um a skill level mm-hmm. and it, and it is difficult it is difficult if you're one v ing um whatever um that, I think, is... That, I think, is still excellent. Whether it is perfect, perfect, m- maybe we could make tweaks, yeah, absolutely, but I think Thargo combat is great.
0: Excellent. Shan, you wanted to make a point about
2: uh, the combat. Yeah, I, I, well, I would go. I would agree with you to a point about PvE. I think once you have got yourself a fully engineered um, Big 3 ship, PvE combat becomes trivial. Um... So uh, I think but we have to think and ask a question, do we feel as though the engineering mechanic is still a placeholder, or do we think it's pretty much done with a bit of balancing about? My gut feel says there's more to be done for engineering in space rather than, well, obviously we know there's more to be done, but the actual spaceship, yeah, I believe there's more to be done to fill in the engineering part.
0: Yeah, I mean, I must admit, if you have got to your level, Sean, where they've got a, a, a cutter with shields that strong, nothing can cut through it. It it does kind of defeat the object, doesn't it?
2: Yes, I mean, the, the answer to that, if we're going down a slight tangent, is you make the enemy ships engineered or you give them loadouts that are, that are basically, yeah. you give NPC ships PvP loadouts.
3: Then you end up in a situation where to even compete in PVE combat, you need to engineer yourself.
2: Yeah. Well, since everyone has horizons, isn't that the aim now? Anyway, we're diverting.
0: Uh, okay, then Ben, can you think of uh, something else that you think is feature complete?
3: Something else, I couldn't think of one thing. Oh, <laughs> um, <laughs> um, I'm, I'm, this is the thing. I'm really not wanting to be a, a negative Nancy. Yeah, I'm trying. I'm trying to think of something that I would consider feature complete, but, I mean, maybe it's part of partly being a a developer or something like that that is like, you know, I can... You know, I know in work that I sign off on a daily basis, I know that I could work on the same feature for another week and still wouldn't be finished. It's just good enough. Um, And don't tell my boss I just said that. (laughs) (laughs) Um, You know, like, I mean, I guess... I. Alec and everybody like that would argue that driving around on an SRV is, and yeah, driving around and there's so many things that are great
0: Yeah, well you stick with the stuff that you find which is great because I'm normally finding this is stuff that we take for granted now
3: Yeah um, and
0: I mean, the driving around on planets and the way that this SRV handles under gravi- different gravity yeah. conditions, and even the terrain
3: it, is, it is fantastic It is uh, and the stuff you can do with an SLV is awesome. Um, but I mean, I, so, I mean, features. I, features I'm loving are things like the you know the the combat stuff, the missions, the uh, apex. My I'm loving the apex and stellar. You know, and you know people are complaining about that, but I'm loving it. You know, there's times when it's just so convenient.
0: Um well, just basically set yourself off on a on a taxi, go, make yourself a cup of tea, and come back.
3: Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm loving. If I want to just jump in and do some pew pew, doing either jumping into a war zone, always fun, or jumping in and if I want to do the frame, the the FPS stuff, that's also always fun.
0: Um, I'll I'll tell you. I'll, I'll move on move on and tell you one of the things that I have. Uh, I rediscovered it a couple of uh, days ago and that is getting involved in a capital ship battle.
3: Yeah, they're always fun.
0: Because um it's 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 been rare since I, uh, I got involved with that what well, with everything that's been happening with Odyssey. Oh. But um just I, I was in a high conflict zone and all of a sudden you hear that warning sound of a capital ship arriving and of course it arrives even today, I get chills when when that thing suddenly appears on your screen, and a Farragut battle cruiser is on the opposing side, and you have to do your best to try and drive it off. And you you just get fantastic X-wing versus Star Destroyer oh, yeah. vibes all the way through that.
3: Yeah, I mean, I and, love doing the whole shooting of the the heat uh, the heat stuff to get them to run away and everything.
0: Yeah, um, I mean, I'd it's, rather
3: it's, be- it went boom, but you know, we're kind yeah, of I
0: running. know they're not they're, they're not. <laughs> Uh, I don't think that they, they want we need to know sh- your thoughts. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Um and that brings us round to Shan again.
2: Oh well, initially I was gonna ask Ben, so do you think the taxi system do you think that's done? Do you think that's that's feature complete? You know, that's one we can take off as saying, yeah, that's that's good enough.
3: It gets you from A to B. It does what it says in the tin. Yeah. You know, you you can you can go off and moan that, oh my god, it's so boring. You're asking somebody to do half the gameplay for you. What do you expect? <laughs>
2: um and the capital ship, I will agree with you, capital ships are fun to um solo and, and make go away. Would you say they need anything more done for them? To tell you
0: the truth, um I I would I would love it if uh you if you know the very first trailer that there was—it's um, the Damocles trailer. I would love it if every now, just as a little wrinkle, how sometimes you get an alert or a mission alert in the top left-hand corner. Uh, I just would love it if you would get something saying that such and such um, capital ship is under attack. We would like you to defend us, uh, um, and we, we're offering you money. And off you go to defend it. I think. The actual gameplay involved is is near enough spot on. But actually finding one of these capital ship battles is quite difficult. And I would love it as if you could, you know, you get one of those alerts and bang, off you go.
2: Yeah, because one of the highlights of the launch event, wasn't it, was when they wheeled Crash out with his friends. <laughs> and and, that, they, and um, they did a capital ship attack, didn't they? Yeah. yeah, it was the first time we'd actually
0: seen we'd seen the Farragut battle cruiser in game before, but we hadn't seen the imperial equivalent, the Imperial Interdictor, and that was the first time we saw that. And it, it was, and I must admit, if you get stuck in between a battle between two capital ships, uh, it's it's a fun, it's a really exhilarating experience. And I, I remember doing that in a wing with a couple of people, and it it was great all round. Um,
2: I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say, for my one, um, the BGS. I think the BGS is, is, is excellent. I think that's feature complete. I wouldn't.
1: It's broken. It's broken at the moment. It ain't feature complete. No. It, it, well,
2: it's I'm, 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 differentii- I'm differentiating between bugs and I'm talking about features, not really they were. No,
1: on. there's so much more that could be done with the BGS to make it more yeah, but immersive that's not, and more things. So I you, certainly wouldn't say it was feature complete.
2: So you think that's, you think that it's just a framework, it's just a skeleton?
1: Yeah, I think it, the, you could have so many more features to it. You absolutely could. It needs building on.
0: Yeah, I mean, the the BGS as it is at the moment is, is uh, well, if it wasn't for this anarchy bug, I, I must admit that they, they acknowledged this in the live stream. There is a problem with anarchy systems. We're beginning to run out of anarchy systems, which is a bit of a worry. Uh, and people predicted this um, not so long back. I think it was down to Earth astronomy. Um if they could have, if they stabilise the BGS as it is, as as a as a base product, it's absolutely fantastic. But then again, Psykit's it's also right because so much more could be added to it. Yeah, it's it's one of these things which is yeah, you could consider it feature complete, but it has the potential to have so much more.
2: So, do you classify the BGS then in the same category as say Power Play? Uh, no, I I Power Play is. Well power
0: play in my opinion is not feature complete because there's still so much wrong with it uh, and yeah it does what it 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 does what it does it in a certain way, but in order to get the best out of it, you've got to you've got to play it in a certain way. Does that make sense?
3: You've got to work the system rather than play the game
0: exactly yes, yeah, that's, that's a actually no you've got to <laughs> you've got to play the game, not work the system in order to get the best out of it. If you try to work the system, then you end up with the most boring, horrible, repetitive system, uh, repetitive gameplay there is. And that's one of its failings. But yeah, back to the BGS. <laughs> I mean, sh- um, Psychic, what would you add to uh, the BGS?
1: Honestly, it's it's more to do with the fact that it's more of a, more of like a whole balancing thing. For, for for first and foremost, I don't think I don't think it's fully balanced at the moment. When you can, and I mean, yes, there is a botting problem as well, which is um, run side side by side. And I don't know how how you would go about fixing a botting problem. But when the when it becomes, oh, it's I d- I don't know how I would how I would fix it or what I would add. But it feels like it needs something that takes more effort than running ships to and forth between two systems just to gain influence Mm -hmm. something you, they should be weighted more heavily on more complex actions.
0: Oh, right. I see what you mean. So, um, Just try and th- mix it up a little bit more, then.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, as as Carmen says, a faction in a boom state with in- infrastructure failure should be offering more than three total missions in one se- session. It's just like little little things like that where it, it, where there is a lack of consistency um, with it that I have I have my problems to set with.
2: Understandable. Uh, Shan, back on the BGS. I, when Sai so was speaking, I was thinking back to the free lave war you know mm-hmm. when the lay system was under attack and there's all sorts of stuff going on to try and defend it and take it and stuff like that and i remember that was actually quite a memorable piece of using the bgs for something whether you wanted to lay free or back under uh, uh, alliance rule so i, I think when I said the BGS, that's the sort of thing I had in mind when I said the BGS, because I know it involved an awful lot of people putting an awful lot of time in mm-hmm. to get a system. And also thinking back to um, to Kai's initiative he did earlier on in the year. Um, sorry, the name the lane slips um, my mind. Don't you know, wheel, he, the dark wheel. wheel rises. Dark well. oh, wheel wheels, so Yes. yes. That totally sort of game, yeah, turn the wheel initiative. That's right. Then so that sort of BGS stuff. I think is a very rich source of gameplay, and I think that's what I was driving at
0: oh it it has it, it has certainly kept a lot of players in the game mm-hmm. um it does it it has certainly replaced power play as, as what I consider as end game content um because it's far more complex and nuanced
3: yeah i mean i we're getting into I, I would have i would have preferred to see power play basing its powers off of BGS mechanics, kind of things, because it's like oh. you've got two competing systems almost. Yeah, um, yeah. Like, I, which I, I... They didn't have to... but this, is, you know, that's just turning into other things, which I, I never quite understood why they've got that, because it's like, you know, how can to take Live as an example, mm. you know, LAVE is an independent system, yet it's still dominated by Edward Ma- Mahon.
0: Yes, but but you got to remember, power play is. is... A kind of secret war hiding behind the scenes. We might, uh, as, as far as the Lave government is concerned, it's run by uh, the Lave Radio Network. However, behind the scenes, um, Edward Mahan's there pulling the strings, and that's some of the stuff that that go that Power Play is supposed to represent. They are two independent systems. The, yeah. Apart from specific bonuses you can get for some factions, the BGS and the Power Play. Oh, the toy never mix. System, yeah, they don't mix at um. all
3: that's—I I just always find that weird how you can have an election and say you know you can go off and turn a federal system is now in the alliance or yeah. in the is or whatever.
0: But in power yeah, play, it's, it's, it's still under the, under the command of Hudson. Yeah,
3: exactly, and I, I just always find that weird.
0: Yeah, and I know it's—it's one of these—it's one of these, um, it's one of these uh, anomalies which I don't think will ever get resolved. with the the lack of focus on power play, but you know, I get, uh, Mick Winston says that BGS and power play do mix. Um, you can have horse trading with power play groups, apparently.
2: Yeah.
0: But, uh, I, I mean, that's, would like I said, some certain groups get BGS advantages, but I think there's only two of them.
3: Yeah. he doesn't, yeah. I he's not good for Petraeus.
0: anyway. Um, I mean, Ben, have you ever tried to base rate? Oh God, yes! What do you think to them driving around in the SRVs?
3: Um, overly complicated, but fun to do with mates.
0: Yeah, I mean that—that's that, one of the yeah. it, the things that.
3: Yeah, it's I'll... fun. It's fun to do with with a mate if you're just wanting to faff about. Yeah, but if you're actually wanting to do a mission,
0: then it's a pain in the butt. I don't
1: know. Sure, I think base you... rates are pretty fun. Yeah,
0: even I, I think. Ah, oh, base reads, It depends on the complexity of the base, because a small base I can I can do yeah. quite easily by myself. But however, if as soon as I start getting ones where I've got to disable bits before I can move on to the next bit, that's when you start needing a team. And I th- I think that's by purpose.
1: Mm. Yeah, it's by, it's
3: by purpose. I agree.
0: I mean, has anybody else tried the scenarios? You know, with the installation attacks and defense. Oh yeah. I mean, do you prefer those?
1: When they when they spawn.
0: Ah uh, yes, I suppose that is that is a, their downfall, isn't it?
1: Yeah, they they could again. It's one of those consistency things, isn't it? I think I think they're really clever um, when they do when it does happen. Mm-hmm. But um, I just feel like it's it is another one of those things where we're like um yeah I really love that but I wish it would happen more often like with the mega ships fighting each other um when Mm. or like the capital ships fighting each other sorry um that is an absolutely wonderful thing to behold and I love it I think it's so cool to see however we it doesn't happen anywhere near enough for um for you to be able to show it off do you know what I mean like if I'm and, and and this is kind of like this is really um, from a, a selfish streaming perspective if i'm like oh let, let's go and do this there's a federation faction there or there's an imperial faction that we're fighting go, let's go drop in on a high maybe a capital ship or a capital ship will spawn and then i've done four high cvs and one still hasn't spawned and i'm like no i promise you it's really fun <laughs> it's a yeah. really cool thing
0: yeah so it's, a, it's a- I, pr- I probably agree with you on this one. If we need some kind of notification that these things are happening. Yeah. Uh, again, I, I would like a little alert in the top left-hand corner saying, all of a sudden the Sidewinder bar is under attack. Do you want to uh, – you've got 15 minutes for for you to head there.
1: Like you have an allegiance to this faction. Mm-hmm. Um this faction this place here that this faction owns is being under attack, just a little beat thing. You're in the vicinity, go and help them out if you want. You don't have to, but then it gives you just that um it's the that emergent gameplay. I genuinely yeah. made quote marks with my hands sir
0: <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that, that would be yeah, that would be great.
2: Um Shan. I think actually, um Leaving aside the out-of-game tools and things like that, I think actually the trading system is pretty much done. I mean, yes, you can always say, well, we should be able to get prices from um, out-of-system and all sorts of stuff like that. That's kind of a feature, but actually, for the way it works, I think the trading system
0: is pretty much there. Well, I mean, that's the thing. I mean, it does actually show you all the prices and where goods can be bought and sold, even just by going to the market these days. So you you can actually if you're in if you go to the selling part of the market you've got all the commodities there and it'll you can then list find out where those uh, commodities are bought and sold.
2: Yeah, what I was thinking of it was almost like the the Anara or the EDED functionality where you you can you can look at right I need to buy 100 tons of robotics and you put it in and it. Take you to the nearest system, or something like that. That would be a feature that would be welcome. But I also think it would take the skill away from using the trading system. Yeah, so, yeah. I mean,
0: yeah. I, I, to tell the truth, there's not apart from adding more goods, I can't really see what else they can do about the trading system. To be honest.
2: If if you wanted to have if you wanted to use the skill of finding a trade route, mm. I think we're pretty it there. I mean, you can use EDDV and look from commodities and trade route. So you can do out of game tools. But it, although I'm, I admit I use them sometimes, but they do take the skill away from using the trading system as it was designed, if you use them. So I think I'd be uh, I'm a little bit reluctant to say um add that feature to the game because I want there to be some degree of finding your own secret profitable trade route and uh, not yeah. doing it out again. Okay. Um, psych it. Have you got one
1: more? There's something to be said for um, talking about trade. There's something to be said for, um, for these extra um, things that these third party app, um, apps that people have, people have created. I think, Putting putting the extra bits in the game, like like having, for example, having a full EDDB commodities database in the game, will will absolutely take the fun out of of it. You can use that, but I know people who only use the in game in game options and only use in game tools that are available to them. So so yeah, I no, I I get that. I was um trying to think of anything anything else.
0: Uh, well. As as we were beginning to to uh, get a little bit <laughs> head scratchy, I thought, "What about the deep core mining?"
1: Oh, that's so much fun! I'm so bad at it. It's so much fun.
0: Yeah, I mean, mining in itself by by itself is pretty much okay. You point yourself at an asteroid, stroke. Yeah, well, a- a asteroid, grind away, um, and and take the commodities. But as soon as they added deep core mining, uh, that just added so much more to it and then on top of that um it made piracy actually profitable for a lot of people which I, which i thought was great i mean ben what's your experience been with with deep core mining is it is has it been something that uh you feel
3: Jesus, stop tearing my eyes out please what Rn, jesus stop tearing my eyes out that's pretty much my experience as well yeah, I'm flying around looking for something mm-hmm. which I can do deep core stuff on. Even back in the day when we had triple ice hotspot things.
0: Oh right, yes.
3: Yeah, and it's like, okay, please, please be one, please, please, please let me mine you. Yay, I can actually, de- I can actually do a deep core mine on you.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: And your hydrogen.
4: <laughs>
3: I don't, chuffing well want deep core. Hydrogen. I want to. I'm looking for the ice diamonds. Um, and you know, could be that I just never have a lot of luck with mining. Could be I hate RNGesus and find it an annoying mechanic. Mm-hmm. And that's probably quite true. Um I prefer, and because of that factor, I preferred actually. If I'm if I'm going fishing, I'll go fishing, and I just I just wind up using my uh, beams.
4: Mm, uh, and if
3: I found if I found an abrasiony thing that was worth it, or even a deep core thing that's worth it, sure I'll do it, and it's fun. But going out exclusively deep core mining—it's
0: just, just find, to, it's finding the things to mine. Yeah,
3: then. finding the things to mine mm-hmm. was so painful. Yeah, and honking it, and then okay, well, it's we're not looking for the orange things, we're not looking for the blue things. We're looking for things that look a bit like popcorn, and then we can we can go and do stuff. So, what's the freaking point of making them orange or blue? You know, if you're going to do it and you're going to make them highlighty things for the stuff what you can actually go off and do your mining on, make them stand out from each other.
0: Yeah, I mean, I must admit, I'm not all that happy with the way the interface is for uh, basically the mineable asteroids either. Yeah. Yeah, I, they've got to make the the, you know, the, the ones that are that you can blow apart a lot more obvious. Um, Psychic.
1: I've never come as close to um, rage quitting this video game as I have been when I have been um, deep, trying to deep core mine on streams. And I have a bunch of chuffing backseaters going, Oh no, it's going to be this rock. Oh no, it's going to be this rock. Yeah. You're looking for, you're looking for a rock with the LucasArts logo on it. Yeah, no. <laughs> and It literally, and, and my sister messaged me afterwards and she said, I thought you were going to put your fist through your monitor. I was so <laughs> angry. But, but when it does work, it's great. <laughs> it's really fun and I really like it. But, um, I, yeah, oh it's, my
0: god I it's, hate funny it so that, it's funny that we're finding that a lot of the stuff which we really love we're having trouble finding
1: there, there it is there's another bloody thing let me show you these rocks that explode because they look really cool <laughs> oh no <laughs> wait yeah, hang nice on up. no promise, I promise you it's really good
3: <laughs> if only we could use some dev
0: magic to spawn one in <laughs> <laughs> yeah if only <clears throat> um, right so I mean Shan. You
2: got well, another if, one. Well, I haven't got another one. I was just going to uh, summarise my thoughts. But Shan, you give us a
3: positivity, head. please, because we can't. Well, uh, I don't know. I'm, this I think this has I'm, been. I'm, tra- I'm, tra- That's like, I'm trying be- to be.
0: There's a lot of things that we've 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 talked about here, which um, although they're, they're um, some of them have been in the in the game right from the very beginning, they're still there and they're still enjoyable. And you know a lot of the negativity over for Odyssey or the way frontier have handled things and stuff is has taken has taken its toll and it's nice to remember that underneath all that there still is fun to be had
3: well, uh, I mean if anyone was watching the stream, I just had two minutes well probably like five minutes of fun actually where um a guy in Imperial cutter and two of his wingmates uh basically tried to interdict me outside of Desra. And I, I was running away and I managed to get about 3k away. Mm-hmm. And then somehow he managed to get a little bit closer on me. I don't know how he did that, but you know, because I was perma boosting. Uh, yeah. I guess he could perma boost just that little bit more or something. Um but he he then he was catching up with me and then spraying me with um oh what's it called again? Uh the shotgun thing. Yeah. Um and then uh yeah, you know, I couldn't I didn't really want to go off and do a high wake because I wasn't on a vector for it. So I didn't want to change my vector because that would take me right next to him. And it's also um,
0: in a in a cutter, so it's, it takes you a yeah, while to change vector
3: exactly. anyway. Um, so I was just sort of stay on stay on targets and go go and do a a low wake and immediately jump. But then his other mate, who was hanging outside the super cruise got me as soon as I jumped out. Right. But by, but by then I was on vect I was on a on a, I was on a vector for a high wake, and so I accepted it and then managed to high wake away, and that was amazing fun. Uh, and then i went off and blocked their answers because you know i don't like that kind of person <laughs> and that's also fun
0: yeah but you still i mean this is the 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 fun that i have in, in Powerplay is being interdicted and escaping yeah and i i, I absolutely love that that's a, the actual process of interdicting uh and then getting involved in, in a scrap i think it's great um
2: shan yes i've been listening to uh, what people have said and if If you cast your mind back to the original question, which was, is Elite just a bunch of frameworks that have been stacked on top of each other, with most of them not being complete? I think certainly in the view of the crew of Live Radio, I think it's pretty fair to say is that statement has been refuted. Because we've spent the last 40-odd minutes going through areas in which, when we look at them in reflection actually we're saying yeah they're pretty much done is there a load more to do absolutely absolutely can't dispute that but i i think there's there's more complete than we think there is oh well, i actually agree with that um psychic
1: yeah i i agree as well the, the i think the thing for for the most part i think the thing that we are missing now is the 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 section where we the all these composite parts that are completed and are working particularly well link them all together. Is it look? It, can we make it more of a rather than just a single gameplay loop? Can we make them feel more like they're all tangible parts of the same universe? If that makes sense, I know they are all tangible parts of the same universe, but sometimes there is that disjoint there, and that's what I believe. I believe is the key that we're waiting for to make it feel even more complete Uh, rather than a sum of some of individual
0: parts. (laughs) Yeah. What you need is is you want more integration. You want to feel more joined up.
1: Yeah. That whole sphere of combat and um, like individual gameplay loops and then extensions of those gameplay loops. Let's let's, make every make everyone feel like they are the hero of their own personal story rather than a bystander.
0: Ben, have you got
3: a final point? Uh, I've actually just found out that the person who tried to interdict me is a listener <laughs> and they're
2: talking, I'm talking to them now on Twitch. Oh, <laughs> and that's
0: the original Welsh wizard who was asking yes. about her play earlier.
2: Yes. You didn't kill him. Oh, honestly. Do you do know that
0: Shan offers...
2: Fine.
0: Yeah, uh, yeah, the original Welsh wizard, you do know that Shan
2: has a standing bounty against anybody that kills Ben?
3: That's probably what he's getting at.
2: Actually, I think it's Souverine who had yeah. the bounty, and he, he left the show to avoid paying up. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he did, he did do that, didn't he?
1: What was the bounty? Shantar had bounty to kill me. How much?
2: 150 million, I think, Souverine put up.
1: Okay, and the equivalent in what? Because I will mine that much if you need me to. It's not a problem. <laughs> You're wanting me to be killed, thanks. I mean, why not? It's only a video game, it's not like it matters.
2: <laughs> Actually, Ben, you could self destruct, then Psychic would have to give you the... that. That
1: doesn't <laughs> count.
2: That doesn't,
1: doesn't count. count. That doesn't count. How would that count? Hold up, I was a to on my head. Let me just off myself and see <laughs> how it works. Oh, money. Oh, no, wait. <laughs> yeah. There Maybe. was a tragic flaw to this plan. <laughs>
0: Tragic Floor. Wanted Dead or Alive for ten grand. Well, there we go, dead it is.
3: Yeah, that'll pay my medical bills. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh anyway, um as as Sham says, to just to wrap up, um, when we actually go in I know that we, we bitch and moan about all the, the stuff that's going on with the constant development with Elite Dangerous, but there is a core to this game that just drags us back every time. And um that core is is certainly um, feature. It feels feature complete, and it is still fun. And I guess this, that's one of the reasons why we still do this. So, um, yeah. I've, I, I think we shall move on to the community corner, shall we? There is a lot
3: of fun to be had, isn't the column?
0: Yes. Well, first up, um, the anti xeno Initiative have done it again. They have they have gone and shown us um, how to kill. Thargoids um, and various amount of ships, but this is the first time I've ever managed to see them kill a Hydra in an unengineered ship. Uh, and then on top of that they've managed to kill a Medusa with an E-rated Chieftain too.
1: Holy now, crap!
0: I know! Uh,
3: E-rated Chieftain?
0: E-rated Chieftain.
3: That's impressive.
0: Yeah. we will put uh, links to that in the show notes, so um, you'll be able to uh, be made to feel inadequate just by. Uh, <laughs>
2: Can they do it in an E-rated ad Can they do it in an E-rated adder? Oh, and someone they... has already
0: done that. Um, that's why I'm flying around <laughs> in the adder in the first place. <laughs> no, no, no,
2: no. I, I, that's that was an A-rated, an E-rated adder, an oh, engineer.
0: I I'm not doing another top shift in a bloody adder. If some someone does it in an E-rated adder, I'm afraid that's it. I'm done. <laughs> Ah, dear. Um, On top of that, um, after our multi-crew discussion last week, uh, Ascorbus from the broadcast decided to see uh, how multi-crew would do. So he organised as many multi-crew ships as they could find. Now, um, we've given you his his Twitch channel link here in the show notes, so you can see how he did. Mm -hmm. It's, uh, It's certainly an interesting experience. Uh, but you know, it was nice to see them try it. Uh, and finally, this is technically not an elite dangerous thing, but um, for those of you who are unaware, uh, there has been a project uh, run for the last, I think, fifteen years to bring the previous game, Frontiers First Encounters, up to modern standards. Um, this is this is done. It's FF. Uh, ED3D AG uh, catchy and, and, uh, title catchy title yes um now for those of you that uh, don't know about this it's basically first encounters has been updated for modern machines so it will work on any pc after 2008 it uses updated 3d models and uses dx9 um, it's based on the the jjffe mod uh, which uses lateral thrusters, and which really do improve the combat. that actually makes the game playable for me. Uh, and it, it's done by Andy J. Uh, and there has just been uh, its first update in six months to bring it up to version 1.17 beta 4. Um, has anybody else actually messed about with this uh, this version of uh, Frontier First Encounters?
2: I haven't, but I will. Right.
0: Well, like I said, the uh, the links are in the show notes. The graphics are, are a vast improvement over what was already there for um, the original first encounters, uh, as you can imagine. But um, yes, we will uh, we will leave that there with a link in the show notes. And well done to Andy J, who single handedly has been keeping this going for the last what fifteen years. That's a real labour of love, that isn't it? It is. It's, it's 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 a phenomenal piece of work. I mean, you've got you've also got to say hi to John Jordan who put all the work into put uh, to update the uh, Newtonian flight model because it really is some impressive work there.
2: Do the NPCs in that game still have the silly hats?
0: Oh yeah, you still have all the silly hats and things like that. But then again, yeah. So, yeah, that's done by Commander Andy Jones. You can find him on the on the forums as well. So, right. Um, moving on from there. Shan, you have a mostly clueless um, spot for today,
2: haven't you? I do, and it's even helpful. Do you want me to read it out? or Well, it, it, it's your hint. Um, well, the docking slot of a uh, space station is usually facing the planet. So you can make it easier to get into a docking position by aligning the holographic image of the target station so the slot is facing forwards, i.e. towards you. That way, when you emerge, you'll end up facing the slot and not have to nip around the space station trying to
1: find out. Excellent.
2: A nice little uh, uh, a, a nice
0: little hint there. Now, Psykit. Hello. Hello. Have you had any alternative fiction sent your
1: way i haven't however i would like to just issue a very quick statement if i may
0: oh can't wait for this one off you go
1: i would very much like to apologize to the listeners of radio for the disappointment in finding out that elite dangerous is in fact a video game this may be akin to finding out that santa might just be a guy in a suit or that the tooth fairy does not leave cash under your pillow i am so sorry for this i'm fully expect to have chocolate on my pillow tonight. <laughs> However. <laughs> For the record, Live Radio would like to
3: officially state that Santa may or may not be your parents Oh,
7: 100%.
1: I'm, I'm just saying it might be That's a case so to finding real. that out. It, it, people may find that out. Yeah. What can I say?
2: Psykit is now classified as a bad girl.
1: Oh shit, son! <laughs> He's on the naughty list. <laughs> you, sir, are about fifteen years too late. Yeah.
2: <laughs> there was some sort of smut back there. They're just there, sir. You could have said, "What a bad girl you are," and got people all excited.
0: But no, I'm no. good, thank you. <laughs> it, it seems that the chat room have now gone into shock. I can't work <laughs> out. I can't work out whether or not they've just realised it's a video game, or whether know, or not it's right? not real. <laughs>
3: Where did this whole "it's just a video game" thing come from? By the I way? I literally just say. said it like twenty seconds ago. No, I, no, I want, I'm just wondering why you said it. And has, like oh, it has psychic.
0: Oh, because Who's of hurt? money. Who's hurt you?
3: <laughs> Everyone's
2: <laughs> like, hurt me. I'm very tired. <laughs> so, uh, so hold on, Sight. So, since you've just gone and declared this, it is just a video game. Then there's no such thing as late station. So really, <laughs> the show is now three forum and dads and a girl.
6: God, oh, no! There, there's oh, a there's, a, there's um, a
2: horrible sitcom name in
0: it.
6: Oh my
2: gosh!
0: <laughs> anyway, sh- <laughs> shall we? know that that Psykit has managed to vent and and unleash.
1: But <laughs> oh, no, seriously, send me smut. <laughs> <laughs> and there's yes.
3: another clip.
0: Yes. So Sykeet needs your smut. Only you can help. Psychic, psychic needs smut.
2: your smut because she's a bad girl. If that
1: wow! Just <laughs>
3: what? Van um, which blue pill are uh, you suggesting people take, especially if we're referring
2: to Psychic Smuts?
1: Jesus Christ!
2: <laughs> <laughs> we'll miss Ben next week, won't we?
1: No, we won't!
2: <laughs> oh, but you can always reload. Anyway, oh, let's talk about a dad joke. Oh, man. Lennon is technically Ed fluid. Mm, right. <laughs> I
3: don't even know where to go from that.
0: Any of the businesses where we're going?
3: That's a good place to go, isn't
0: it? Yes. Oh, no, great. On oh, the subject of the Blue Origin has sent Captain Kirk into
2: space. That was a great uh, segue, Colin, wasn't it? We went from yes. smart to Blue Origin. <laughs> Blue Origin.
4: <Yeah.
2: laughs> yes, they've sent Captain
4: yes. Kirk
0: up on the penis rocket. Woo-hoo! Uh, um. Yeah, yes. Really so, um, pardon.
3: Was that really just the past couple of days? Gosh. Yeah, it
0: was. It just feels like ages ago, even though it, it every, only
3: happened. I, mean, I was talking with my wife earlier, and every day is just blurring into the other at the moment. I'm getting so lost.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, yes, Shanna are you going to talk about the fact that how moved Mr. Shatner was at the end?
2: Well, I was going to mention that on this week's fitting image where they have the, the William Shatner puppet waxing, starting to wax lyrical, mm-hmm. uh, uh, and he gets about two sentences in, and then someone taps him on the shoulder and goes, we've landed Mr. Shatner. <laughs> so, But uh, I'm actually a little bit sad, and this is purely Shannonism, so please excuse it, but I'm a little bit sad he survived. What? Is... <laughs> what? Oh, my God. No, no. Because you think about it. Think about it. Now he's no. going to. Now he's going to. Now Captain Kirk dying in space is a far more suitable way for the actor to go rather than just dying in his bed like he's going through now. So if I was going to go, I'd want to do it in space.
3: I can. I see where you're coming from.
2: That's the
0: that's the Bill Hicks approach to stunt work, where you're saying using old people as stunt
2: doubles so that well, they're going to die anyway. They're at the end of their life, no. <laughs> well, that's, what I think. that's why I think they let him up there. Because they wanted to see how old people survived. <laughs> no. He's now,
1: he is now the oldest man in, who'd ever been in yes. space, isn't he? No, yeah. the, reason, the, the, man in space.
0: the reason that he went into space is because Jeff Bozos got so much publicity for being the man who finally put Captain Kirk in space. There's no way any other marketing person can come up with something better. Yeah,
2: but he could have been the guy who killed Captain Kirk as well. and he just.
0: Yeah, it. My,
1: I mean, both of those things would have Colin. generated, like, hella Bezos money, so it's okay. Oh, yeah.
3: I get the feeling, that, as Colin says, the only reason why he's put up there is so that Blue Origin got some publicity. Because let's face it, if Captain Kirk hadn't been on, on the rocket... The media wouldn't have given the monkeys. The press, you know, we wouldn't have given the monkeys. It's yeah. just like you know the only the only reason I was what I watched was you know Kirk and frankly William Shatner. I cannot. He, he was so genuinely moved and touched that that made made it a delight to see.
2: I hmm. thought he sounded stoned. I thought, why has he been smoking? He's been on the weed. Well, I think after heading
0: up and coming back, and you're 90 year old, and you've been through that, those g forces, I, th- I think you'll sound a little bit weird as well, to be honest. But, uh, yeah, but <laughs> maybe they
2: should have Kirk, Captain Kirk, has to die in space. Uh, yeah, but that's William Shatner. Yeah,
3: yeah. I, I, x like Xpynex's comment about during the four minutes of zero g, uh, everybody else apart from William Shatner managed to get pregnant, including the men.
0: Yeah, exactly. (laughs) He's a fictional character. What's the name of Kirk's equivalent in Futurama?
1: I would say probably Zach Brannigan. Yeah,
0: yeah,
3: yeah. Oh, okay. I think on the ship.
0: Yeah, because Zach Brannigan is basically what they reckon Captain Kirk would be if he was William Shatner. Yeah. (laughs) But, yeah, I mean, the guy looked genuinely moved by all that, so that
2: was...
3: I don't think there was any looks about it. I think, you know, he was not acting
2: there. No. Did anyone else watch the clip and wish the people champagne would just shut up and let oh, him gorgeous. speak?
0: Oh yes, I mean I think that was that was um, that was, was an unfortunate bit of um, timing. I think mm. uh, I think it would have been quite poignant for uh, for Mister for Mister Shatner to get his uh, his words out.
2: Also, he should have had a yellow spacesuit rather
0: and than blue red. Yeah, there,
6: there
2: yeah. was a there was a.
0: Um a Facebook <laughs> post going round which with exactly that on which I thought mm. <laughs> I think the caption was, well, the other crew members are worried.
3: Yeah. And actually the serious thing about when they're pinning the wings onto the guys, why can't they just have magnetic pins? You know, they have so much problems getting them through the spacesuit. Give them just magnetic pins are the answer
2: there. Well they can't use them again, can they? The spacesuits, surely. Well. No, or do, given, or do you get given, or do you get given like a CVN? I
3: would imagine it's not reusable, but even though you know that they're, they're, they're always struggling and they bend the pin, you know, they bet they bent William Shatner's pin trying to pin it onto his lapel. Oh, so, you know, just so use a freaking mag, mag, you must be able to get magnetic badges, surely. <laughs>
0: <Did> <laughs> they anybody... should have... Right, before this goes off,
2: off, yes. really off topic, did anybody have any other business? Oh, I was going to make a comment, Colin. I was uh, my my final comment on this was: Do you think they should have given William Shatner the Chewbacca treatment and not given him a medal? I do get the oh, feeling. We really
3: he, did.
2: I feel that Elon Musk must be phoning up Patrick Stewart
0: right now.
3: I think Elon Musk doesn't give a shit.
0: <laughs> Richard Branson might, wouldn't he? Anyway, Richard
1: Branson might definitely.
0: <laughs> moving on from um, real life space exploration and not a video game space exploration happy psychic Good.
1: um i stopped listening sorry what <laughs> <laughs> just, like just like my children
0: just like my children anyway um we've had a little bit of feedback from uh from youtube of all things um when we were referring to the age rating of this of the uh, uh of elite dangerous a lot of us were there thinking well it's really a game for grown-ups we don't know anybody about any age of seven. Well, Grippy Gecko claim, uh, says that his seven-year-old niece plays uh, Elite Dangerous on her dad's account. For so it does prove that there are young commanders out there.
3: Oh yeah, I mean my son, my son plays as well, but usually with me. Mm.
0: Uh, and this might pl- uh, please. Uh, JN Tracks, who does uh, who does this. Uh, Alexander Corbin would like to say that the Store Alert sh- song should be in a top 10 hit. I, I, I can't think argue with
2: that. A, well, I think we need a dubstep
0: version of it. <laughs> we need a dubstep version. <laughs> it's basically a dubstep version of The Lion Sleeps Tonight. I, is that possible? Right. Okay, so I think it's time for uh, the shout-outs. Um, first of all, we're going to shout out that, guys, the Dockers are doing a charity Christmas special. If you want to be involved in that kind of filth, there is plenty of, of tiers that you can apply for and you can go to justgiving.com slash team slash beyond Dockers to find out. Um our sister station Hutton Orbital Radio, it broadcasts on a Thursday at 8.30. You can tune in at twitch.tv slash hutton orbital truckers, all one word. Or if you just want the audio, you go to radio.forthemug.com. For the discerning commander that likes a bit of CQC action, check out the CQC Discord at discord.me slash elite dangerous cqc. And we're also giving shout-outs to the following Elite Dangerous podcasts which have appeared. Uh, so that's grab AM, the Black Sky Legion, who do space sims and real life science. Uh, the Canon podcast for Spanish speakers is the Elite cast. Uh Fatherhood podcast, Flight Assist. Who's on this week's Flight Assist?
1: Uh, Brother Sabathius. And the next week is our 50th episode. I say next week. The next episode that comes out will be our 50th episode.
0: Excellent. Um, we've also got the, the Guard Frequency. Um, Hello to the Loose Screws. Stay cheesy. Uh, new Worlds. Uh, which are Zero Prep, which with uh, Ed, Kai, and Souverine. Uh We have also have Squicken Fuel and System Chat. And um, I mean, for those that want a literary discussion about sci-fi and fantasy books, then there's the Data Slate podcast with Commander Stroud. And following this, we do have the latest Galnet News Digest as provided by Commander Wotherspoon and Commander Beetle Jude. So thanks to everyone who's chipped in at the Twitch chat. And have you had any in-game commanders apart from... Um, that Welsh fella.
3: So I've had I've had that Welsh fella and his mates, um, and I've had Karumba, uh saying hi to me.
0: Yes, so that's the original Welsh wizard. So hi, why did you miss him?
3: No, <laughs> he, he nearly didn't miss me.
0: <laughs> uh, and we'll also say special thanks to Commander Tokuso, who created the music for the introduction of the show. Um, but that is it for another episode of Live Radio. If you'd like to get in touch with the show, then you can email info at Lave Radio, hit us up at facebook.com slash Lave Radio, tweet us at Lave Radio, or you can join our Discord server by going to discord.io slash Lave Radio. We have a TeamSpeak server where commanders come to hang out and chat, and you can find that at teenspeak.laveradio.com. Now, do get in touch if you have any questions or if there's anything you'd like us to discuss in in a future episode. Um, Shan, wasn't there a, a question that you wanted to ask? What is the the worst combination of ship and skin?
2: Uh, yes, I was going to suggest people post screenshots of the least tasteful ship and associated skin and or kit. So basically, what is the most chavvy, crash-through-Halford's <laughs> Max power abomination of a voxel nova people, <laughs> people can come up with in the game. There we
0: go. Um, so, yes, if if you would like to contribute to that, obviously drop us a line at info at laveradio.com everybody turn up in your, your ugliest T-shirt competition. Um, so, Live Radio, as you've heard, it's been li- recorded live on a Tuesday evening at 8.30 and streamed out at laveradio.com slash live. Um, well, thanks to Ben, thanks to Psychit, uh, and thanks to Shan. And special thanks goes to today's tech specialist, the Chris Mark IV. Um, until next time, commanders, fly safe. And if you can't do that, fly dangerous.
2: Be right
0: back. Remember, this is the show where good ideas come to die.
5: Digest, 19th of October 3307. We read the news, so you don't have to.
7: In this week's news. Nova confident of stabilising Stricken Station. Don't emote, urges Pilot Federation. The anti-pre-penultimate farewell comeback tour. Nova Imperium is said to be confident that the evacuation of Dyson City in Parisa, which was targeted by an NMLA bomb last week, will be complete before the end of the week. According to ACT, the bombing was carried out by a breakaway part of the so-called Theta group of terrorists, while the mastermind bomber known as Theta-7 remains in hiding. The terrorists have said they intend to completely eliminate the Imperial Duval bloodline, although in this case they failed to strike their target, the family of Hadrian Duval. Once the evacuation phase is complete, Nova Imperium will start repairing Dyson City, for which they will require large amounts of construction components.
5: In other news, the Federation has arrested around 1,200 alleged terrorists, using the Proactive Detection Bureau to arrest people before they have committed any crimes. The Federation has, however, failed to detain Yuri Grom, and Grom has instead made off with one of the Federation's megaships.
7: Following the success of the Colonia Bridge Initiative Phase 1, fleet carriers remain on discount until Thursday in the Alcor and Colonia systems. The 35 new megaships are expected to be deployed on the 28th of October, but it is not yet clear what Phases 2 and 3 of the initiative will involve. Orion
5: University has thanked commanders who helped locate its missing Scrivener's Clan Dredger, and says it plans to evict the current operators within the next few days.
7: In an unexpected move, Undercover Detective Francesca Wolfe of the Wallglass Detective Agency has been hired by Lexi October of the secretive Joker's Deck Gambling Club to find a stolen ceremonial playing card that was apparently purloined by the so-called Winking Cat. She will no doubt be appealing for information.
5: And Zamina Torval has completed the corporate separation of her part of Mistopolis Mining, which will henceforth be known as Torval Mining, and is headquartered in LTT-198. Gabriella Mostopoulos now has majority share of the original corporation.
7: Engineers working for the Pilots' Federation have urged commanders not to attempt any non-verbal communication after a number of hospitalisations. The only ways that commanders can currently express themselves are head movements and a strange curtsying manoeuvre that can also be used as part of a sort of impromptu Cossack dance or for experimental breakdancing. This can and has led to injuries to those less used to bending over backwards. The Pilots' Federation had hoped to start rolling out a new set of useful hand signals this week, but have had to delay the deployment after a number of test subjects sustained injuries while attempting to salute too vigorously. In addition to the salute, commanders will be permitted to agree and disagree, signal stop and go, as well as pointing, waving and applauding. The stop and go signals could come in extremely handy for marshals at SRV racing events. Conveniently for those who have trouble interpreting hand signals, the excellent Supratech wraparound heads-up holographic display incorporated into our suits will interpret the gestures for us along the lines of Commander Beetlejuice pointed at the mission target and Commander Wotherspoon applauded Commander Beetlejuice's ability to point out something that's completely and utterly obvious. The four new engineers that were due to open for business in Colonia have delayed their opening in protest at the lack of safer moats, and commanders will need to wait just a little longer to find out whether there really is a 20 metre tall, solid gold statue of Doctor Arkanen in the social area of the megaship, the Gnosis.
5: Scribbling senator and chronicler of the life and times of Lady Kahina, Salome Lorraine, Commander Drew Wegar has announced that he is about to retire again, but only after he completes his farewell tour of all 400 billion stars in the galaxy. The publicity-grazed Senator plans to livestream his entire tour to his many fans and followers from around the galaxy and to reminisce about how much better things were back in the day when everything was in wireframe and you had to load the program for your ship's navigation and trading systems from a portable cassette player. Galactic leaders gathered round to celebrate his departure (gasps) and to wish him a safe journey on his tour and a happy and potentially final retirement.